Damn, sis. Wait, what? That happened to you too? Girl, no, he didn't. Women at their finest in their darkest hours. Welcome to the Damn Sis Podcast, hosted by Christina and Christine, two lifetime friends. It's the Damn Sis Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, y'all. They're a little high pitch. Hey, hey. Y'all. <laughs> Speaking of high pitch, I don't know why this came to me, but I've been watching Moesha and. Okay, I got excited. <laughs> first off, I forgot that the shit in like with no real ending. So I'm on the last season and I'm like, I kind of don't want to end it because it ain't gonna make no damn sense. And I don't got fully invested. Second off, let me say Moesha always had a fine man. And when I say she always had a fine man, always had a fine me and Moesha had the same type of men, like same taste in men. Because mm. Q, mm. I would have been getting my ass beat off of Q too in high school because I don't know how she waited so long to do anything with Q. She waited till after. Like they graduated, right? Like she ain't no. with him until they went on tour. So he went on tour. Yeah, yeah. Mo will so like, ever had college, college. Yeah, yeah. Like first of all, Moesha was my idol. Like, don't get me wrong, I loved Brandy, but I love Mo. Like, I wanted to be Moesha. Like, that's why I was studious. Like, I yeah. did not play by school. You know why? Because Moesha was smart. Oh. She gonna be. She wanted to be a writer. I sleep wanted to be a writer. Yes, I got journaling from Moesha. Mm-hmm. I would sit up in my bed and read my journal like I'm Moesha. I've been journaling since I was about seven years old. Like, what you talking about? <laughs> my mama got my mama got the books. <laughs> mama got the books. Yes. Well, how did that remind you a high pitch? I don't know. Maybe it's her voice or something like that. But it it reminded me of Moesha, and I was like, I'm afraid to end it. Because A, that means no more Q, but two, it just it don't end off on a proper ending. It don't make no sense. So I gotta finish it. Like I got up to I think like the third season. I was like, I don't wanna watch this no I did too, and then I stopped and then I, they brought Q back and it made it interesting. So then I was like, you know what, let me keep watching. So now I'm on the last season. I'm gonna make that my go to sleep show. That's what I uh, yeah, I watched it to go to sleep. I'm also, watching. we couldn't watch like half of our TV shows because we had a five-year-old running around our house. And well, you would not think, but like, there's a lot of a lot of things that a kid should not be watching. So, oh yeah, tons of things. Um, I've been watching this show, and I watch it on and off. Like, I have a bunch of little shows on Hulu that I watch on and off. But Single Parents, I love Single Parents. Have you ever seen the show Single Parents? No, but I've been trying to find a new show to watch because that I was fully invested in the Wu-Tang thing and then I was fully invested in the Moesha. Now all of them, like every show that I've like watched, I'm come to end it and I'm like, I need something else to watch. Oh, so I've been watching, Single Parents has been my new um, sleeping show since I haven't signed into HBO to watch New Adventures of Old Christine because that's really my sleeping show. Used to be The Office, but anyway. Um, I finished Moon Knight. I don't know, you're not into Marvel though. No, but I started watching. What's the one? It's not. Is it on Stars or is it on HBO? Um, where they had like the the like um. God help me out here. <laughs> I gotta I gotta think of the name, but they had like um. Superheroes. That's the word I'm looking for. Oh. <laughs> Oh, what? Ah. By the way, blank baby. Uh, superheroes. 
but it's different versions of them and they're all like trying to like fight this. I don't know. I think it's on uh let me look it up. Okay, yeah. I don't know what we're talking about. But I did finish Moon Night and I did start um Mrs. Marvel. No. That's really weird. Hold on. Because I watch a show on HBO called The Marvelous Mrs. Marvel, which I love. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. You might like that. You might like it. You might like it. Watch one episode and tell me if you like it. Okay. They had um, they had the flight attendant. I was watching that. Uh, the first season was really good, but the second season looks like it's not going to make any sense. So... No, um, see, listen, The Marvelous. Maybe it's not on HBO. Um, like, I'm waiting for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Listen, Mrs. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is on everything. It's on Prime. You got Prime? Yeah, that's what the original, that's where it was originally. It's on Prime. Watch, watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I can't wait for the next season to come on. Okay. You don't sound like you're going to really check it out. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, you know, this is the thing with Christina. She don't ever take my show seriously. It's okay. I'm still about to send it to you. All right, so today is a topic day, and I came across this um, video on TikTok University where this girl was talking about her um, her therapy session with her therapist, and they were talking about expectations uh, versus goals and whether you have the right to set expectations for another person. So you know like how we'll talk plainly and we'll say stuff like I've said it to people that I love like oh well I expect for you to do this on the third. And it hit me I was just like this makes sense. Why is it that I feel like I can set expectations for somebody else? Expectations is not for you to set for anybody but yourself because you know what you're capable of doing, right? So you set expectations based off of your capabilities. And I think, and this is pretty much what her therapist was saying, was like, the best way to be let down is to expect anything from somebody outside of yourself. But I agree. I agree with that in a sense. But also, I think depending on what relationship it is, you should have some sort of expectations for certain people. If I'm dating someone, I'm going to have a certain expectation for them. If I'm married to someone, I'm going to have a certain have the expectation for them. Same thing with like um, coworkers, just a little bit. I mean, even though you know, or siblings, all the same, I would still have a certain expectation for these people in my life. So, is now, it expectation or is it more like non-negotiables? Like this is a boundary. Like I'm not going to accept anything less than this from you. Is that an expectation? Because like when I, I had to define the word, I was like, okay, let's really. I think it's both, but I think it's more of an expectation because just because I can set a boundary doesn't mean that a you're gonna 
actually listen or follow through with it, but I would expect you to listen and follow through with my boundaries. So it's a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. It's a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. And it's like, I don't know, the more I keep reading it, the more I keep saying, I don't have the right to expect anything from anyone. Like, have you had any situations where you expected for somebody to show up for you and they did not? And like, how did you handle, or how did you handle it? Uh, Let me think about that. while you're thinking about it, like I'm I'm not gonna go into detail, but I've set expectations for a ton of people. And for me, it's very uncomfortable when that person doesn't hit that mark. Because then I almost feel like you should have known better. Like, why would you set expect like I legit would be like, Why did you expect that? Mm-hmm. Like, and that that's why I'm starting to like have a, a fight within myself, like, oh, maybe we really shouldn't be setting expectations for people because why do I think that they was going to show up for me in that way? I think maybe in my form of like past dating, mm-hmm. I have maybe expected a lot of things from the individuals that I was dating, but I also think maybe I didn't set my boundaries clear enough either. Mm. So maybe it's maybe so undecided coin. Me you know? thinking like, oh, this is something that I would expect in my mind. This was a given. Mm-hmm. But I also think maybe if my boundaries weren't set clear enough, how could it be a given? If, valid. If, yeah. If you're valid, if you're you're expecting certain things because and now and and when I would date or whatever, I would A set up my boundaries clearly from the start, but I would also that way it's clear these are the things that I'm expecting out of this. Mm-hmm. So if the, something was to happen. Well, then I can immediately cut you off because you then therefore did not follow my boundaries or my expectations. When you're younger, you don't really, you you think you might be setting boundaries for yourself, but you really may not be, mm-hmm. or they just may not be clear enough. Hmm. So I agree with this though. She also said something, what was the thing that she said? I can't remember. Um. um oh, do we, no. She basically was talking about she well, one thing she mentioned was do we really know the capabilities of the ones around us? And I'm that is something to consider because I'm starting to think that we project what we would do for people. So I have an expectation of you to do or to mock what I would do for you. Does that make sense? And a lot of the times people are not going to meet up to those expectations because they don't have the same capabilities as Mm -hmm. you, you know? So she was saying, do we know the capabilities of the ones around us? And if we don't, then we're always going to be let down because we're going to be setting these high expectations. And And another thing she did was she compared expectations with goals. And she was like, in many ways, your expectations for somebody is like you setting a goal for them and who would do that? I also think with, with that being said, um, with like you, like you were saying with the expectations and then you setting, um, I think we oftentimes set higher expectations for people 
Uh-huh. And with that, that's how we end up either heartbroken or confused or not understanding what happened because we set the boundary for this person here when really they was giving off energy for here. And yeah. Like their capabilities are not where ours are. So it's like, why would you set yourself up for failure? Or you really want to believe that like, oh, <coughs> of course my standards are here or I do things. I have this mindset of here. So the people that I surround myself with will of course have the same mindset. But in actuality, you don't know that until it's uh, either comes up or something. There's a reason for you to question like, yeah, or let you down, you know, and yeah. it goes beyond just like romantic relationships. Like I've had expectations of friends, family members and things of like that. And it's, it's really just hitting me that Christine, it's not their duty to fulfill your expectations. Like their boundaries may differ from yours. You know what I'm saying? And that might be a hard non-negotiable boundary for them not to do this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, my friend and I was talking about um, weddings, right? <coughs> I legit, I don't know why or where I, how I ended up on wedding talk, uh, but baby, baby has like at least four or five, if not eight, like different pins on things that she would like to do for her wedding. When is Christina getting married? We don't know yet. You know what you want though. But I do know things that I want. Better for me. Like, I felt like I had non-negotiables when it came down to a wedding. Like, I don't want a big wedding. I don't want a big wedding party. Um, I didn't. I really didn't. But now, I'm, I'm, I'm considering those things. But long, before, before we even get into that, that's a whole nother topic, Christina. Because I, I, now I need to know. But we were ta- me and my friend were talking about um, weddings, right? And the difficulties of being in a wedding. People glamorize it, but Mm -hmm. they don't understand that that is hard work. That is time consuming. Financially, it can be a lot depending on the bride, you know, and their expectations of you. Some people will be brides and you got destination weddings and you expect for this lavish this and the lavish that. And some people in your party may have boundaries like I'm not spending no more than this. This is, this is, this is my boundary right here. Like this is my highest limit. And if you are unable to show up for the person the way that they thought you would, it's an issue. You see what I'm saying? So it it can go in so many different ways, but this is a real question. If you have a friend or a family member, you're in their, you're in their wedding. It's the destination wedding. Do you buy a gift? I think your gift is coming. I mean, it's, yes. it's, coming. it's coming to my wedding because depending on what it is, the destination wedding is probably going to be at least four or five days, if not longer. It's so, expensive. Yes. I think you coming to my wedding is the gift. Now, if you would like to, that's great. But I think if you're taking the time to like take off of work, travel, pay for the things like – because. If we, if I do a wedding in Mexico and then we do excursions, like I have a bachelorette trip in Mexico, I have excursions, like a couple's thing. I have like the actual wedding, the day after the wedding. That's like four or five days that you were there in Mexico and you're paying for things like to do besides that. So no, I think 
you coming to my wedding would be my what like my gift to you. So okay, another question I have when it comes down to weddings, you being a bride, since you already got your wedding planned out eight different ways, let me talk to you about this. What is it that you feel is appropriate for the bride to contribute to when it comes down to the wedding, when it comes down to her bridal party <clears throat> or like her her bridesmaids? You know, like how some people would pay for makeup. Some people would pay for their, the girl's dresses. Some people would pay for this, that, and the third. Like, what would be your contribution? Or what do you feel is appropriate? Hair and makeup, because I don't need you, everyone else to look one way, and then you look completely different. My or, Virgo sister, my Virgo sister. Oh, my God. Yeah. You, everyone, I want everybody to have neutral makeup, and you think black eyeshadow is today to that. <laughs> or your wing liner is all the way out here. No. Uh, so hair and makeup. Um, and then I would do like if I'm gonna ask you to pay for your your dress or whatever, then I'll if I have, if it's in my budget to pay for your shoes, then that's fine. You would do that. I would like for you to have like I don't think I don't want everyone to have the same dress, but if we all had the same different like shoes, because mm-hmm. then it would go together with yeah. your, eventually like you might not be in the same dress, but you're gonna be either either the same color or like coordination of color family. So mm-hmm. like the shoes should all match technically then yes but yes definitely hair and makeup uh see i think hair and makeup unless because i've had two weddings where they were not stickler on it was more like a natural beat and we all had the ability to do our own natural beat you know they were comfortable with how we did our own makeup so it wasn't like that had to be provided but if you want me to pay for a makeup for my makeup to get done I feel like, no, baby, you need to pay for that. Like, if you want us all to look one way, hair to be one way, that should be paid for. I think. And that's my expectation. I would agree. But, but that would be like if I'm, I mean, whoever I'm marrying, like, if they're uh, groomsmen, like, you need your hair, your haircut or stuff like that. Why would I expect you to, like, Y'all come just show up and then y'all one barber will cut y'all hair while everybody's there. Like yeah, if you're comfortable with that, because now men yeah. barbers is real different. But I That's feel true. Like, I feel like <clears throat> when it comes but to I that, also don't need you to be looking like, oh, I meant to get a haircut and now we two days before the wedding or do and then you talk about your barber in Dallas you and come down here and your hairline is zigzag, you're not taking pictures of us. Like you can't sit with us. You cannot. <laughs> you cannot sit with us. So you you will let old boy cut your hair. Yes. Um. Yeah. I don't know. And then I told like we were just talking about wedding. We can go into your eight things because we could definitely we're here now with weddings. But I was telling her that um I don't know how I feel about bridesmaids. Like as far as because I've done it and I've had great experiences and then I've had not so great experiences. And I want people to come to my wedding and to enjoy it. So ideally what I would do, it would be me, my husband to be his brother and my sister. And then like my girls that I would want in like a bridal party or my bridesmaids, I would have y'all like in the front row wearing different shades of a certain color. So, you know, like, oh, y'all gonna take part. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not the hassle of, you know, throwing me this big party. And, you know, it's kind of like, and I'm not that flashy type of person anyway. So for me, it would more be like, if I want to do something, I'm accustomed in my culture of paying for it. So if I'm going to have to pay for it, it's going to be the way that I want it. It's too many people's opinions 
Yeah. It comes down to this bridal thing. I completely agree. Uh, but see, my the way my wedding it would be set up, I think I would have like a color theme anyways. Mm-hmm. So you would, all of the uh, like members that are, I mean, or people that would be attending, mm-hmm. we would all, if I'm going to like, if my color is tan, mm-hmm. you need to be in this, and I'll give you like a sample of like, you need to be in this shade of, of range of tan. Okay. Or That's that way. But I do like that. I don't, I'm not big on like the, having a whole bunch of people stand up there with me anyways, either. I do like your like idea of like, you sit in the front row, mm-hmm. like, you know, you, we know, you know. And yeah, what I mean, pictures. Which, <laughs> yes, take, take pictures. Like afterwards, like I said, go get your hair and makeup done with the rest of the, my people in the, because you are still technically like a part of my wedding party. But the only people I would probably need to stand up there with me is my sister. Absolutely. I want people to enjoy it. I just yeah. know what it's like to have to be a part of the planning. And you don't... I've enjoyed it maybe twice when being in a wedding. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. I would prefer, if y'all hear me out here, don't ask me to be in y'all wedding. Just invite me to it. I would... I would I would be but sad. I also always say if you get an invite to my wedding, that's how you know I really f with you because I don't really have to have a lot of people at my wedding. Or I would, I feel like that is such a sacred day. You should really only have the people that you think right. are really rooting for you and your 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 marriage at that moment. So much my rule in the back row talking about what, honey, because that's what happens. So many people they get their feelings hurt, but I remember I had told my grandmother. Because this is a thing. This is one of my rules, and this still is my rule. If you don't know what my last name is going to be, you got your answer on if you invite it or not. Because that means that you have not been, you have not been a part of my life enough to know what is even happening. There's no need for you to come and celebrate me and his union. That's just how I feel about that. Like, if you don't know that my last name is about to be this. We ain't never had no conversations. I ain't see you. I'm not paying for your plate, sis. And that's on that. My wedding is going to be small. My grandmother, I said this years ago. My grandmother goes, so what if I don't know the name? Your, what's your last name going to be? And I looked at her and said, well, I guess you ain't coming. <laughs> I guess you ain't coming, sis. And she was like, really? I was like, I'll make an exception for you. But no, certain for everybody is not. I'm talking cousins, aunts. If I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. Just because it's a family gathering. And people look at this like a family reunion. It is not. Yes, they do. They do. And also, yes, and it it might just be a thing of like, if your parents, like, if you have a lot of aunts and uncles and cousins, stuff like that, because you have a big family. But like, they're not all coming. They're not all coming. I'm not even going to put my invitation out there for it to be that you know, where where people have that much access to it. And I, my issue was with my mom because she wants to invite the marriage and the parish. She wants to invite everybody she knows. That would be Marlene. That would be Marlene. And I would have to tell her, baby. You are no. about to not be invited. You keep playing with me. No. I'm, not, not, I'm that girl. I will get married and will nobody know. Oh, I am too. I always, I always tell my aunt, if I tell you meet me at the courthouse in a two hours, it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. I need a witness, baby. That's a, It's for a reason. Because I'm gathering the, the five people I want there. And that's it. Uh, everybody else is fine. I've always said, like, I'll go to a courthouse 
and have that be a very intimate moment with the people that I really, really want to vibe with. And then I'll have like a massive reception mm-hmm. and whoever can come to that. You know what I'm saying? But like that, it would be so intimate. Like I always wanted it to be like courthouse, nice candlelit dinner, kind of like yeah. nice, you know? Yeah. Do you believe in having kids at your wedding? Ooh. Um Okay, if I was to get married like tomorrow, um yes, I would have kids at my wedding only because my niece. Like I have I have tons of like, nieces and stuff, but what I think I would do, honestly, I think I would pay for like a babysitter like in my venue. Yes. I would too. Yeah, after a certain period of time, like if I start my wedding at, let's say I start the wedding, like the, um, like I do the vows and stuff, let's say at five, because I want a night wedding. If I do it like at two, oh my God, you're crazy. So if I do it at like five, by fucking 8.30, them, them kids got to go. Y'all can get some food, dance, do your little dance. Get your ass with No, you. because I even watched yesterday, I watched a TikTok and a girl was having her first dance with her husband and somebody had their child on the floor with them while they was doing the first dance. And no. I said, I, re- I will refuse. I will stop my first dance to kick you and your child out. That's, that's not okay. How about <laughs> I have a dear friend that did this and I told her she was wrong for this. How would you react if somebody else show up in white at your wedding? You you gotta change, <laughs> or you can't go in either or, either or, because you're trying me, and I, that's the type of energy I don't need at my wedding. Oh. You got two options. Hey, oh. I should not even let you have the option of change because that, you what you was so you funny. was doing when you came to my wedding. No, nah, she didn't. She honestly was like, "Steve, this is the only dress that I got right. I can't." It was so bad because. She was wearing white and I was wearing a red, like red, red dress. And she was like, You ain't you wasn't no better. Your ass was wearing red. But I was like, well, I, I, I would rather you be wearing red than you wear white at my wedding. Yeah. I was like, You wrong for that white. <laughs> you wrong. Okay, so these are some of the things that I would like. Um, I saw this on TikTok yesterday, and it was like they have a first dance, but they have ballerinas around them while they're dancing. Oh, that's so extra. That's so you. <laughs> Um, also these couples they like took a unity shot so you take a like a shot with your your oh I can do that yeah which I think I would make that like of all of your groomsmen all of my like bridesmaids let's take a shot together before we start on this thing type of thing Um, also uh, I found this makeup artist she does black make black uh, women's makeup for weddings in Dallas look at that dress up gorgeous um i saw this the other day it was like different bachelorette like themes for each uh night that you're out in your bachelorette and then you and your girls like dress up in different oh that's cute um, which was very cute also i would like for my receptions not not my receptions my what's the dinner before the wedding rehearsal my rehearsal dinner i would like for my rehearsal dinner to be like this hold on let me uh so uh-huh. Picnic style, right? Yeah, Christina, that's exactly how I want my wedding to be. 
Yeah. Like my dinner. I like the, I would like, I do like this set of table, like a table things. Cause I don't really like circle tables for. I love picnic style. But for my rehearsal dinner, I would like to have it like somewhere like on a rooftop where you, we could see whatever city we're in <laughs> at night. And then we all just gather for, for dinner that night. Like that's oh, that would be so nice. Yeah. I want um I don't know because the person I intend to marry, I feel like he's gonna be extra as shit. I feel like he's gonna be more extra than I am. So like my hopes and dreams for like a small quaint wedding, that's gonna go happen. I'm gonna just leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it alone. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. But it's also like as you start looking at wedding things, you're like, oh, I would do this and I would do this. And I, would I don't. I don't allow myself to go down the rabbit hole. I don't. Oh, baby, I have all of this saved on TikTok. So whatever today, my daddy decide to keep done mingling with the people upstairs and it actually send me whoever he picks. Send me your man. Send me my man. I'm ready. Have you been doing the whole dating thing or no? Oh, that heavy. Okay, thing. I've been doing it like I've been on hinge or whatever, but it ain't hinging. It ain't hinging. It ain't doing what I thought it would do. It just ain't good. And I just don't know if it's a my age range, but I'm like also they not even that old. But some of y'all on here be acting looking like somebody daddy, which y'all probably are is somebody daddy. And that might that's the problem. I ain't nobody mama. <laughs> Both like they my daddy. So that's the problem. Y'all be looking like somebody's full-fledged daddy, and I'd be looking like this ain't it. This ain't it. I wish I had some advice. <laughs> I feel like I've been out the game for a minute. And it's really y'all, y'all looking like somebody, somebody pappy. Not a pappy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so change the app. What app? You know I don't like Bumble. I know you didn't like Bumble because you didn't want to be the aggressor. Well, what I think even still on Hinge, you still are technically the aggressor because you have to like their photo. So I feel like it's a mutual thing. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, and Tinder is a no. Yeah, well, you ain't gonna find your husband on Tinder. No, <laughs> you might. You might find something, but it ain't gonna be. You might not find your husband in there. It ain't gonna be that. Um, I'm gonna have to ask the streets what they doing there. I'm gonna have to ask my girls that's still out there what they using these days. Yeah, I am off them internet, off of it. I'm trying to be. No. I don't want to be out here no more. I'm like, what you doing up there? It's been <laughs> months now. It's been a few months. What you doing? You still can't be trying to like mix and mingle with people. You're going to have to find him, though. But you've been going out. Yes. You might find somebody on your little crew while you're trying to play games. Yeah, it looks like a vacation booth. I mean, so I'm not trying to have no long distance relationship. So you need to be. Your little he can move there. You need to be in my city. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. I do have a lot of distress relationship. That's a no for me. I have been there, done that. And the only reason I would ever do it again is because it's your job. Uh, that means you are in the military or some type of government where you are forced to go somewhere. Oh, I can't do military. That's a hard no for me. Yeah. Couldn't do it. All right. So 
I picked up this book the other day. It's called The Book of Questions. Ooh, yeah. And I'm going to ask Christine a few questions so we can like just end this on out. Really? Uh, it's my computer talking about flag day. Who gets a day now? Yeah, today the dictionary word was vixology, which is the study of flags. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, anyway, when did you last cry in front of another person or to yourself? The last time I cried in front of another person, and I am not a crier. Um, I lie. I am a crier. Just I do it in silence. Um, but the last time I cried and I made it my duty to make sure that that person knew I was crying was, I want to say, like, maybe a week and a half ago. What about you? Uh-oh. Um... I don't know. Oh, probably, probably like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I cried to myself. I dropped my brother off and this, I had my songs on shuffle and the song that played at my dad's funeral played. And I was just like, you know, yeah. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Gonna be one of them days. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, the last time we talked, we, our last topic we were talking about just kind of being vulnerable and allowing the people in our lives, like for me, like for my dude to know that I cannot handle it all. And um, I just was overwhelmed. And normally I would just go being in soft. Being soft. Being, being soft. I got fucking feelings, my dude. Like, um, and I just was overwhelmed with everything that was going on. And so I, I allowed myself to cry in front of him, which was so uncomfortable for me, but I felt like it was mm-hmm. necessary. I cry. Okay. If you were attracted to someone of another race, in what ways, if any, would your would your behavior with them differ from that with someone of your own race? And why? If I'm attracted to somebody of a different race, will my behaviors be different versus how I would act for like a black dude? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can answer that. I've never dated anybody outside of my race and because I told you I find it really hard like when I was dating like don't get me wrong other races would um approach me but I couldn't take it serious I don't know why I don't know why I couldn't take it serious but it was like do you really like me or am I like a thing you you trying yeah, to want to try yeah yeah um I think for me I think maybe just how I talk might change. Um, I would hate to say, but like, yeah. If I'm dating a white man, I, can't, I don't know if I could be saying like how we just freely say the N word. <laughs> like, no. Okay. I, I mean, it might slip here and there. Cause it might slip here and there, but like we have full conversation and it does not, not to say it does not mean anything, but like we're both two black women and we yeah. are black, like we have black culture. Yeah, I don't know about anything else like that. Okay, well, in that way, but like, I'm not about to switch up me to to give you what I think you want, you know, or what you think I should be. Like, I'm gonna be Christine. I might not say nigga, but my yeah. tone ain't gonna change. You're gonna be flat as hell. It's flat with you. It's gonna be flat with his ass. 
regardless. Have you ever wished you could be in love with someone that you just merely liked? Okay, so let me make sure I understand this. So a situation where it's like he would be a great guy, mm-hmm. but it's just like you really ain't. Mm-hmm. Do I have one of those? Um, I don't have any of those now. I, I mean, I guess. I guess I had somebody like that where it was just like I couldn't take it to the next level because it was just like it's something missing. You know what I'm saying? I've had that twice. Mm. I think I told y'all, like, there was this one guy that I was talking to and dating. I made a list of the things that I wanted out of a guy, and I promise y'all he hit everything. I just said, I maybe I need to do that. No. Maybe I need to make a list of things that I... But no, I say this because I had a... Someone I know was asked this question about someone that they're dating and was like, do the things that you want in your partner. If you made a list, do they reflect the person that you're dating now? And sis said no. And I'm like, okay, so maybe you need to write a list of things that you would want your partner to embody. So let me tell you, write the list. Meet the guy. Check the shit off the list. And I promise you, you're still going to be fucking bored. That was my issue. I was so bored with this perfected guy. I was losing my mind. I was like, oh, he's so sweet. Oh, he, we going out. Uh, but we didn't have like, we didn't agree on anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I'm strong headed. I felt like he was more strong headed than I was. And I was like, that shit's a turn off, okay? <laughs> Well, I feel like, was extremely strong-headed, maybe. It was given, like, he had to have the last word. It was his way or no way. You know, he was just too serious about everything. And I was just like, oh, my, this is a stick in the mud. Like, if I could create a man and he be you, I did wrong. I did wrong. I did wrong because I'm bored as shit. <laughs> I'm bored. So, I mean, it didn't work for me. It didn't work. And I think another thing with that, like, I I felt like, so this is really shallow, but we all got a little bit of it. We were like the same height. And that really. Well, that's not, I mean, it, I don't know. I am 5'1". We both can't be 5'1". I just, I refuse that, so. No. So yeah. Um I've had I've had two guys that three guys that came to mind um when I thought about like, oh I wish I could have. They were nice, but it was like either one was he was annoying, the other one, um, he was too soft, like like just too soft. <laughs> like I don't wanna feel like I could push you over. Yeah. And then the third one, um, he was in the military, and I just wasn't about to do that. And I was on that. I don't have anything, the ones that I'm like, oh, I wish I liked you, like loved you, but I just liked you. If anything, I need to, some that be looking like, I wish I didn't like you, so I didn't, <laughs> so I don't love you. Uh, yeah. Because you're not good. They would have been great. 
you know, partners, when you consider what we say we want in a partner, but it's just like something ain't hitting. Something, yeah. something ain't, that pizzazz ain't there. All right, last question. Five years from now, what would you like to be doing? And what do you think you will be doing? All right, five years from now, I think I'm gonna be raising somebody's kids. I'm gonna be somebody's wife. I'm gonna have my own house. Well, we'll share a house, but it's gonna give family, okay? Uh It's gonna give family. Um, I feel like I'm going to get over this hump of of confusion and being indecisive and like legit be on my path to whatever success looks like for me in five years. Um, it's giving bad bitch. That's what it's giving. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be debt free. I'm going to be making the double income that I'm making right now. I just see it being um, my own storytell. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm happy. Ultimately, I'm grateful for, like, the people in my life. I'm selective with who I allow in and out or in my life and in close proximity to me. I'm happy with work. Like, that's what I see. What about you? Uh, Somewhat of the same thing. I think I see, like I said, me being somebody's mama, uh, me married in a happy marriage with my partner uh, in a home. I see myself owning my own business and that business being successful where I'm making triple of what I make now. Uh, Ooh, she got triple. Yes. I, I see being able to, because I do make such a great living and have me and my partner are in this great uh, way of life that we can travel to go see friends. We can take our children to go see the world. We can go see the world. We can uh, do things that we, you know, just without having to not like think about it or budget or like, this is a strict, you know, Mm -hmm. but like, we're just enjoying life at it. And um, yeah, I think, um, then I think of anything, I think the next five years will be probably some of the best years of our lives. Um, And I think uh, it will only, we'll look back and we'll just be like, look how good things have gotten. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, I'm with that. I'm definitely with that. What's ahead? I am. I'm with it too. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for joining us. Um, We will see y'all next time. Bye, guys. Bye.